47 seconds remaining, and it'll be all over here at Notre Dame Stadium. Off to our left, I'm starting to pick up the chain from the Notre Dame student body. Can't quite make out just what it is at the moment. Well, I gotta tell you, it's just occurred to me what the student body has been chanting for the last two or three minutes. It's the name Rudy. Dan Rudy. A walk-on senior, subject of a future article in yesterday's student newspaper, The Observer. After toiling for two years at Carnegie right. Field and Go get it, kid! On the show today, Rudy Rudiger, here to talk about his amazing life journey and how his story was made into the Hollywood major motion picture, Rudy. This episode today is a special one for me. Uh, I'll explain why a little later, but before getting into the episode itself, I want you to think about the word resilience. And when you think about that word, what comes to mind for you? And when you reflect on your own life, how much resilience and persistence have you shown in regards to chasing down your own goals, dreams, and ambitions? Can you think of times that your goals may have been too hard and caused you to quit or times that you allowed fear to get in the way of really going after something that matters to you? My guest today, Rudy Rudiger, exemplifies what it means to have the deep resilience and persistence needed to make a dream come true. And for those of you who are not familiar with Rudy's story, his life story was actually made into a major motion Hollywood sports film in 1993. And to this day, nearly 30 years later, it still stands as one of the most inspiring sports movies out there. In fact, in the words of the late, great Kobe Bryant, if Rudy could accomplish what he did without being blessed with the physical talent to play football at that level, what could I accomplish if I worked as hard as he did? After watching that movie, I decided that I would always work as if I'm the last man on the team that had everything to prove. Kobe describes Rudy as being the one person who's had the biggest influence on his life and he literally broke down in tears the day he met Rudy in person and let him know what a difference he made in his life and his career in basketball. As well, four U.S. presidents were so inspired by the movie that they actually wrote handwritten letters to Rudy himself. Those four presidents were both Bushes, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama. Rudy Rudiger was an undersized walk-on who earned a spot for two years on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team in 1974 and 1975. 
and although he didn't dress for the games, he was given the opportunity to put on the uniform and dress in the very last game of his senior year in 1975, and actually got in the game in the closing minute to record his first ever tackle in the final moments of that game. The final scene of this movie is a moving tribute to who Rudy was and why he was so loved, so I highly encourage you to check out the movie if you haven't seen it. His story, however, is about so much more than football itself, which is why Hollywood and Notre Dame deeply supported the making of this movie. And full disclosure here, as a college football player myself back in Canada in the 1990s, I was an undersized player who had to work very hard myself to have a chance to be starting quarterback and punter for, for my university football team. And I remember watching the movie Rudy, and I was so inspired by it. It was a great inspiration to me at the time and taught me that I needed to push myself even harder to be the best that I could be with the talent that I possessed. In our episode today, Rudy and I talk about what it was like for him growing up in a family of 14 brothers and sisters. Imagine that. We also talk about the loss of his best friend in 1972, which ultimately sparked his desire to quit his job and move to South Bend, Indiana to make the Notre Dame dream happen. As well, we also talk about his spirituality and the desire he has to make a difference in the world by sharing his inspiring story. We also chat about Hollywood actor Sean Astin, who played his character in the movie, and how he and Sean collaborated in order for Sean to do the very best he could do in the role of Rudy in the movie. I was super pumped to record this podcast with Rudy, but due to technical difficulties and a poor internet connection, Uh, There were a number of glitches throughout the interview, which prevented us from recording the entire conversation. After editing, I managed to capture only 17 minutes of our 40-minute conversation, but there are still some gems in the conversation itself, so I hope you have a listen and you find a lot of value in it. It was a genuine honor to speak with Rudy. And I hope you enjoy the discussion. And with that, let's jump right into my chat with the legend, Rudy Rediger. Okay, Rudy, we we were recording a couple minutes ago, but we had some technical uh, difficulties. So we're having a a round two here and we have a better connection. But um, for the listeners, can you just um, share who you are and what you're most known for? You bet. Um, Basically, uh, there was a movie after my life called Rudy, and that's what I'm known for. The movie was a theatrical release by uh, the uh, Columbia TriStar, uh, the studio, and it was written by the guys who wrote Hoosiers. But it was a journey of finding these guys to write the story because I believe I had a story after I graduated from Notre Dame because of the journey it took me to get to Notre Dame through the academics, scholastics, the economics, and also the qualification to play for Notre Dame, the candidacy. So I learned that it wasn't about my my skill level to play football or my skill level of the aptitude. It was about after I learned when I went in the Navy after high school from going to work to the Navy, I learned that collaboration was an important part of that and building relationships to have people help you get to where you need to go. 
I grew up in high school with a disability. I still have it. It's called dyslexia. I use that as an excuse. I learned the disability is not the excuse. It was your attitude. But when I changed my attitude, my whole life turned around. My whole mindset turned around. And I start developing, putting myself in front of the right people uh, to get to where I needed to go. But it happened through, uh, I call more obstacles, more challenges because after the i chose to go to the navy i came back from the navy went back to work and i had this dream when i was a little boy to go to notre dame for my father and when you have a dream bigger than yours you find a way to get it done and that's how the dream happened when you have a real purpose bigger than you and that's basically how the movie rudy got done because i believed in that after seeing the movie rocky and because of rocky gave me all the messages i needed in order to do this. And then I had to go out to Hollywood to convince writers and producers and, and studios to uh, put this together. But it took 10 years to do it. Then I had to convince Notre Dame to put the message of hope together. It took a little time, but it took patience. It took God. I called God Luke to do it, but it happens because of that. So all this stuff that I'm talking about happens because of a change of a mindset. And that's where we're at today. Yeah, such a beautiful story. 30 years, 30 years ago, man. And I showed you a, a picture of my football days quarterbacking. And I told you the story of uh, yeah. your, your movie inspiring me. And, and after I watched that movie, I went right out to the football field at about midnight. I had all my footballs. I was scrambling around the field, chucking the football to nobody, doing wind sprints. But um, I, yeah. I want to I want to ask you specifically, like in doing my own research, I knew you came from a big family, but I never knew you came from a family of 14. And I was blown away by that. So yeah. seven sisters, seven, seven brothers, brothers or six, seven sisters, six brothers. And my dad worked three jobs. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So, Rudy, how how do you feel? That, were you distinctly different than your siblings or were you similar in many ways? Like. You know, just just take us through what it's like growing up in a family of 14. I think that all our brothers had that uh, edge uh, to become uh, better than what we were through sports. That's what happened. They were wrestlers. Their dream was not Notre Dame, but mine was. I was doing it more for my father than me. Uh, then it became part of me, too, than I wanted it to. But my brothers, because of wrestling and they got scholarships because I set the kind of like the road for mm -hmm. them to show that if they work better, they can go wherever they want. And it ended up too that they become uh, rustlers and they became uh, high school champions and college champions, all Americans because of that. Awesome. Then now they they became coaches and teachers. I decided another track to develop uh, a message. Uh, through movies, because movies intrigued me, where movies never was in their culture, but it was in mine, mm. because I saw movies like Rock and Hoosiers. I said, that's what I want to do, because of the want to, uh, because of the background family, it helped me develop that edge. When you have that chip on your shoulder, your back's up against the wall, you can get it done. Yeah, and you know, you, you touched briefly, you know, I, I've read a lot of interviews, obviously in the movie, the movie shares the story of, of losing one of your best friends in June, 1972. If you're okay talking about it, I, 
I want you to, sure. to just share when you lost your friend, how this prompted you to follow your dream. Yeah, but well, also, Rudy, what yeah. Rudy was it? Was it a, a quick and fast decision, or or was it a slow process in going to South Bend? It was quick, quick and fast. Uh, the process was in my mind, but I was always afraid to step out with it, and because of that, I wouldn't step out because of the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And when my friend Pat, I took a shortcut on the job uh, and we all t- always talked about dreams and not living in regret. And when he passed that day and I was with him because he took a, um, he took a chance with his life uh, by taking a shortcut and it ended his life. And I said, wow, uh, life is so short. And that's when I realized I got to go for what I really want to go for. I don't want to be here and I made the quick decision to go towards South Bend and going towards South Bend the answers opened up for me because when I showed up in South Bend there was a junior college right across the street from Notre Dame and that was the bridge to Notre Dame going to the junior college because of my Navy background going being in the Navy it paid for the uh, economics of it I had the GI Bill so all the answers were there was just following through and finding the answer by going towards your dream. And sometimes when you do that, the game plan, you have to develop as you go. If uh, you had a game plan in the beginning, it probably wouldn't work because it would you would basically uh, make excuses why it wouldn't work. But when you go towards it and when the game plan opens up for you and you develop it, that's when great things happen. Were you spiritual? Like, I know you were Christian or Catholic yeah. at the time, but was spirituality a big part of that? Spirituality was a big part of it. I think religion confuses us in a lot of different ways of the control, but spirituality doesn't confuse you because you have a relationship with God. And when you have that relationship with God, common sense kicks in, and a lot of other, your character kicks in, your your commitment kicks in and then your contribution of life kicks in and all the things that are necessary that kicks in and your common sense is what's really important because of your character that was built by your family and where you were growing up, which was important. Yeah. Yeah. And when you found out, cause I know that, you know, you, you were trying to get your story made into the movie. And when you really, when you found out that the story was going to be made into the motion picture, Broody, what was going on in your mind and, and how did that moment compare to the moment you knew you made the Fighting Irish team? Was it a different feeling or did it carry more weight and honor knowing that your story was finally going to be made into the movie that you, you had hoped for? Well, first of all, uh, the uh, not knowing anything about Hollywood or how it works, it was more of a challenge. Actually, it's a better story than going to know. Notre Dame and playing football for Notre Dame. So it became different anxiety of, of happiness, you know, yeah. of persistence and uh, patience. And, and all that, saying all that, that made sense to me to do all that. And when you do all that uh, and you have the purpose, it kind of comes together to where the right people have to be involved now in order for you to do this. So that basically, when I had the the real purpose in line and all the naysayers were there stopping me all came together one day when uh, it's all timing. Everything's timing for a movie uh, and Notre Dame had to be timing. So it was interesting how it happened, 
But when I got the approval, it was more of a, okay, now what's the next step? It's like getting on the field of Notre Dame. You got in, you got your uniform. Now I want to play. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> now I play. You know, I did all this practice. Now what's the next? It's one step at a time. Mm. I think the late Kobe Bryant said it best. And when he watched the movie Rudy, the film gave him the inspiration to get in the NBA because it taught him to work hard and get better each day. Where will you be 20 years from now? And that's a simple philosophy he took. And that's how the philosophy I had with the movie, just get better each day with this and just believe it will come together. Yeah. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, Sean Astin played your character so well. And in, in what ways did you, you and Sean collaborate to ensure that he was able to capture the essence of who you are and to capture your character and your story to the best of his ability as an actor. So how did you two work together and collaborate to make that happen? Great question. I uh, saw Sean in a movie called Memphis Bell, which my dad was in uh, uh, World War II. He was on the Memphis Bell, was a turret gunner and a waist gunner, just like Sean. And Sean, uh, kind of like I, when we were casting for the movie, I saw his energy. I remember him in the movie Goonies, and uh, and I just followed him and brought the attention to the studio about Sean. When we met Sean, we knew he was a right kid because he understood the message. And all I said to Sean, just be Sean. Don't try to be me, but understand the story. And he and he was Sean Heston in that movie. But he used the journey to develop his message of what he went through, too, as a young actor. And his mother was Patty Duke. And she had a lot of issues, too, when he was growing up. So he, uh, he kind of related to the message and just connected to the words of the writer, the interpretation of the writer, how he interpret, interpreted the story to make it a movie. He did such a great job. And, and um, he did. He was his heart was right. Yeah. Passion was right. He was fit too, man. He was he was running around and taking the we hits. Got, we put him through a regiment to get in shape because he took all the hits in the movie. We yeah. brought the NFL filmed it. So he took the hits. Yeah. And and you uh you spoke about Kobe, and that's one of the things, Kobe Bryant, that I w- wanted to ask you about. And you know, when yeah. Kobe met you for the first time, he, you know, he broke down in tears because your story had inspired him. Right. To dream big. And there's a quote I want to read to you from an ESPN article. And then I have a question for you. So the quote from the article says that we talked about struggles and I said, it's not how hard you take a hit. It's how hard you get back up. Rudiger said, when you hit a certain status in life, you want to help people. It meant so much to hear him say that the movie changed his life. It blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. What do you say to a guy like Kobe, who is so excited to meet you? And then the article goes on to talk about Kobe pointing you out to an L.A. Lakers staff saying, you want to meet the biggest person who's had an influence on my life? Well, that's Rudy, the real Rudy Rudiger. So your story is so much more than about football and playing for the Irish. It's about inspiring hope and awe and beauty in the world and curiosity about what's possible. But most importantly, it's about making a difference. So I want to ask you, like, when you think about the impact you've had on Kobe's life and the impact you've had on countless others, myself included as, as an athlete, what comes to mind for you and what sacrifices have you had to make in your life to continue to spread your message of hope and inspiration in the world? 
great question. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind, it's like when I was carried off the field, I said, boy, am I glad I never quit. And, and uh, this paid off by being around the right people, the right mentors who push it through the tough times and the hard times. And I'm glad I listened to them. So I had gratitude in that moment. It's just like when Kobe, when he said to my son, when he looked at my son, he says, you know, your dad's my hero. I said, boy, this is awesome. I'm, I, I almost quit on Kobe. <laughs> That's why you need a bigger than you and you never know who you're going to inspire and that's why the writer was so important to interpret this message and put it in a major motion picture because one he hated Notre Dame and didn't like football it was more about basketball so he was the right guy to develop the message of hope and inspiration and and the little philosophies of working hard getting better collaborate get people to help you all those little things that are important for you to make it uh, went through that movie and it's a very biblical movie as well uh, when you break down the scriptures in the bio you'll see it's a lot it's very biblical but not religious yeah that scene in the movie where you you ask the um, priest about you've done everything you can. yeah you've done everything you can and he said well i have one conclusion in my life that that there is a god and i'm not him <laughs> yeah right Convertible fact. There is a God, and I'm not him, brother. Yeah. And I don't happen in your time, it happens in God's time. So keep working hard, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so in in kind of moving to to the end, I want to uh, know where people can find you, but before getting there, just one last question, Rudy. Is okay. you know, times are changing, you know, the world is in a pandemic and it's a pretty shitty place at times, but what is yeah. your biggest wish for anyone out there who may be caught up in a difficult time right now, wanting well, to dr dream their way to a better life? Mindset. Uh, there's always a, maybe this uh, reinvent yourself, reinvent your mind. Uh, re maybe it's telling you to really dig in and go for what you want to do. This gives you the opportunity to do that. And I think the pandemic was kind of a blessing mm. for a lot of different reasons uh it showed us a lot of different ways how we could still communicate with each other but reinvent our thoughts and show more love than hate yeah absolutely and rudy you're still doing a lot of a lot of speaking motivational speaking so yeah you know a lot of um educators educational leaders listen to my podcast so if, oh, if somebody wants to find you and and connect with you to potentially get you to come and speak um where can they find you r45.com, uh, rudyinternational.com. Go to my website. They can get my app. All they have to do is go to get the app and type in Rudy Rudiger and you get the app. And also go to uh, on Amazon Prime, Rudy Rudiger, the walk-on, watch the documentary. And they can also watch our, our um, we, we did a Broadway show called Dream Big. Uh, on Broadway, Rudy Rudiger, Daniel Rudiger. So watch that too, and they get a better sense of why they should bring this message to the kids. Okay, awesome. And in closing, do you have any kind of people can watch your movie? But what movies are you? You know, you mentioned Hoosiers, but what movies or books are you insp inspired by? No, that you okay, want people I to love. I, I love that question. Uh, I I love. Uh, I still believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome.
the Santa Claus movies and, you know, the great movie with, with Tim Allen. And now, I mean, there's just watch good, happy movies. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you, but just watch them. Uh, I, I, you know, reading, I have a tough time reading because I'm dyslexic. So uh, I, I listen, I have a lot of audio and I listen to a lot of people like yourself, podcast wise, that helps me develop my mindset too. So I le- still learn from a lot of people. Awesome, Rudy. Hey, Rudy, I, I wish we had more more time. I, I really respect your time. And, we'll do this. Uh, again. Yeah, I hope to meet you. I, yeah, I hope to meet you one day in person, my man. And and Merry you Christmas bet. to you and and all the Merry very best in 2022. To let's do this again. God bless you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Andy Vassily.